Welcome to Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. Vivian and her guests are here to help you empower yourself and open your mind to higher realizations. Now, here is Vivian. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this March podcast on social and business consciousness. My slogan, if coffee wakes you up, tea awakens you. I am Vivian Casimir, and I have the pleasure to be here with Freddy Atlas and Shiv Dutt. Today's episode is about how the shift of consciousness of this beginning of the 21st century is changing the business and cultural mindset in different ways. As a fact, you, you, you know, I'm pretty sure, our regular worldview is going through a crisis, and this requires us to rethink our humanness and open our minds to new ways of living and doing business. So I decided for this podcast to give the voice to two great creative artists in their own way, whose mission is to raise social consciousness and open a conscious mind in business. We have Freddy Atlas and his creative social implication in the music industry with Disco Bank Robbers Project. And <laughs> after the break, Shiv Dutt, an entrepreneur with an inspiring vision of Dashboard with his company called Mirvana. So let's have our first cup of tea with Freddy. So Freddy, thank you for being with us. You are a singer, a songwriter, a comic book writer with your own style of combining different art forms. Thank you for having all me. That, <laughs> and all of that to raise social consciousness for a true shift in our reality. Ha ha ha. So <laughs> if I may say you were born in the 80s and uh, mm -hmm. this is a time when technology developed rapidly in society. And I do remember when I was in grad school, we started using computers and the e-commerce was taking its first steps. So mm -hmm. culturally and more specifically in the music industry, so much has happened in terms of technology and how we relate to today's reality and address social and cultural issues we are faced with. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. before entering the big question, let's start with a few words about yourself and what brought you to music. Well, um, yeah, so thank you for having me. Um, music has always had an impact on my life. Um, I have an array of experiences that um, were kind of uh, formative for me. Um, as a child, as I was growing up, um, my mom used to sing me uh, lullaby <laughs> when I was little. And, um, you know, my dad used to listen to like the radio a lot, like the 90s and the 80s power ballads. And, you know, um, I always loved that. Um, another formative uh, place for me was video games. Like a lot of the music was very... Um, some reason inspiring for me um a lot of it would uh like a lot of the characters would um you know have uh, motives and you know events and like cinematic uh places so anyways i was very um drawn to that as a child so yeah great memories <laughs> then oh yeah no, yeah it's wonderful and then <laughs> you went to berkeley college yes um i went to berkeley college of music and I studied vocal performance there and uh, music business. So I went in uh, 2008 to 2012. Ah, cool. Good. Mm -hmm. 
So, of course, I have to ask this question because technology has invaded our way of life. So, in your industry, what's your opinion uh, since you started? What you think is an advantage and what is not in terms of technology? And if I may ask, what direction do you think the music industry with technology is going to take in the future, if it's possible mm. to envision mm -hmm. such a thing? Sure. Um, so I studied music business at Berkeley, and a lot of my um, classes were talking a lot about the record industry and quote unquote, it was called the death of the record industry um, and the birth of the streaming model. So it went from um, CDs and vinyls and I think it was 1916, it was called phonographs. <laughs> <laughs> But Don't make um, fun of people of my yes, age. <laughs> yes. So it was a way for people to have a tangible um, thing that they could, you know, listen to music. And it transformed in the early 2000s, late 90s into, um, you know, digital. And so uh, the record industry, the royalty for artists were around 25, up to 25%. And now the streaming model, it's more every stream gets you um, a small um, fee. And so um, comparatively, the 80s and 90s, uh, it would be around if you, for instance, um, if you sold a million copies, and let's say um, each copy was $10, an artist could make up to, um, I think, $2.5 million. And now, uh, you know, a million streams aggregates to, I think it's four or $5,000. So it's geometrically different. Wow. Um, and in that way, that kind of flipped the industry from uh, recording to kind of, um, yeah, streaming. And that kind of uh, destroyed <laughs> the middle class of musicians. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of rewired their activities to live music. Um, a lot of concerts are very lucrative nowadays. But um, as far as the recording, selling your recording, it's very, very uh, minute compared to uh, before. But um, on the other hand, since there's like, a, you know, it's like the advent of the digital uh, place. Now, every artist can make music. A any Anyone can make music. Anyone can distribute music. Anyone can um, produce music in the comfort of their homes. And um, it does what, you know. I like to call the democratization of art. <laughs> <laughs> and so in that way, it's kind of, uh, you know, there's a liberty for people to express and produce their own music. Um, you know, the that's an up. I would say the down, it's very hard to uh, make lucrative types of music as far as recording. And so, um, you know, that's, that's uh, burgeoning right now. But... Um, yeah. And so I, I would say the ones that survive are the ones who manage to make low cost music and uh, the ones who are OK in releasing low, qual low cost quality <laughs> music uh. as well um, in a non-judgmental way, of course. Um, you know, that's kind of the, the business right now. So um, I would say that transition was painful for certain artists uh, of my generation who, uh, for instance, would look at Michael Jackson, who, you know, would release a song and 50 people were involved in the creation of, of uh, a song, whereas today would be two, three, four people. Um, 
that would kind of do it almost for free. Wow. <laughs> and so in that way, it's, you know, it's the sadness uh, of, of a certain era that we thought was timeless. Um, but mm -hmm. that today it's, it's more accessible. So I think this is, uh, a great, um, a great opportunity for burgeoning artists. You know, they don't have to go through the gatekeeping of music executives, uh, or music, you know, um, Okay. Yeah. People. Okay. So, so that's yeah. the advantage and disadvantage. I like your expression, democratization of art, and that's mm -hmm. there's a price to pay. And uh, correct. After all, you know, if with the digital industry, if we are satisfied, that's I guess what what is the market. Yeah. Now, now uh, the mu music has always been an important means of communication mm -hmm. and expression. I mean, in any society. And uh, political, social issues have also been addressed in music before. But now we are faced with different issues than from the past. I say different, but in some cases, is the same issue. Mm -hmm. But in uh, today's reality, what I like specifically about your work is that your art is about the social awakening to issues we are faced with today. The mm -hmm. fact, and also the fact that to see the change we want in society, we need to start with ourselves, is the consciousness of who we are. We hear that many times, but mm -hmm. your, your, your production, your art is really centered about that. You do not confront anyone politically or in a combative <laughs> way, you know, right, fight, right, right. fight back is not your thing. Mm -hmm. You are communicating with the public in an inclusive way to awaken yes. people in that sense. Yes, yes, so yes. what mm -hmm. I love is you bring new values to your music, like kindness and love. So can mm -hmm, you talk mm -hmm. about uh, a little bit about your style of music and your message? Sure, sure. Um, so my message as an artist is uh that you know i was speaking of the advent of internet and uh you know globalization democratization of of pretty much everything through social media uh, my message is that we live in a post-scarcity world which means that um, there's enough food for everyone on this planet <laughs> <laughs> and there's almost uh enough houses for everyone as well um so i would kind of like to through my means awaken society to that concepts um we are one political lever away from resolving this and my music likes to speak of uh that place where we can all collectively experience joy uh love uh vulnerability um you know uh i would say universal yes universal emotions things that speak to all of us collectively and so um you know I, I like when you phrase it and you said uh my music offers to speak i am quoting you here <laughs> my yeah, yeah, music sure, sure. offers to speak openly of love loss vulnerability and kindness to bring people to their true human nature yes that's wonderful mm. thank you thank yeah. you i yeah I believe it's it's kind of the modus operandi of of us. Um, I don't think we're born with rage or anger or you know sadness per se um, as our um, first basic uh, uh, mental architecture. I would I would say, uh, and so my music kind of talks about um, yeah that 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 place of of um, 
yeah, vulnerability and what we actually desire in our heart of hearts. Um, and so that's kind of the message. But the mm. style, I would say, is more, um, it's very inspired. It has kind of a perfume of the 80s. Um, and I love emulating that sound for a reason that I think it has a stadium-like sound. You know, it sounds like someone is performing in a stadium. And usually mm. when people have a big megaphone uh, usually they use it for power, you know, for their own means. But when someone uses that magnitude of music in a way that is vulnerable and giving, I think um, that is uh, the earth shattering place for me where uh, it, it brings a lot of, uh, yeah, like uh, heart, a lot of, of uh, resonance in, in the heart. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, good, good. Yeah, so um, we will talk later uh, after that a, a bit about concepts, you know, like love, kindness, and uh, people have uh, heard those concepts, you know, in uh, in holistic, in uh, alternative yes. medicine, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, um, but we, we have overused them, they lost their mm -hmm. essence. So in a way, coming back to those concepts with a fresh gaze, Mm -hmm. Shows people, you know, that this is not to be taken lightly, you know, in that sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go um, to Disco Bank Robbers project. That's your biggest, can I say that? Mm -hmm. Your biggest project? Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah. So uh, what is this Disco Bank Robbers project? And um, what do you want to achieve with that? And what is your vision? With Disco Bank. So before you tell mm -hmm. the, the listeners mm -hmm. uh, the description and your goals and everything, can we hear a little bit of your music oh, for absolutely. the Disco Bank? With great pleasure. <laughs> Good. So just two minutes of the intro of this, uh, can we call it comic book? Yes, comic book, audio book, yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah. New, a new genre you're inventing here. So, okay, <laughs> two minutes of this intro of uh, Disco Bank Robbers. I often dream of the right direction for all of us. It's a dream to fix the somewhat broken, broken, yet ever-functioning wheel of society. The violence of the voiceless. When justice folks casting an illusion of fairness, while still only serving those who own lobbying. When legality is no longer synonymous with righteousness. Who created and who drives this wheel forward? And ultimately, stand with each other. Who will be willing to stop it? My name is Freddie Atlas. It's time.
Okay, that was very nice. Cool. <laughs> Now, can you explain to us this project? Sure. Um, so the Disco Bank Robbers are a group of vigilantes that learn eventually through time to use the power of love and healing to transform the sectors of society that are responsible for uh, human suffering. And so, yes, it gets political in a certain way, but at the same time, the, the arrow is to realize that they have to use love and kindness in order to, um, what's the term, uh, heal society instead of breaking the system. And so um, it's a very uh, conducive, um, uh, you know, I feel that anger, sadness, frustration is a universal reflex of the heart when we see injustice. Um, but the tale of the disco bank robbers is the journey of realizing that anger is only an extension of sadness. And it's a sadness of a world they want to experience, but that they can't. Um, and that's through their journey, that's where they transform. So they address a lot of the people that are in power. At first, they are violent towards them. But um, as they move forward through their mission list, um, they realize that they have to transform the other. And um, it talks a lot about uh, the heart, compassion, of course, <laughs> love, kindness, and uh, empathy. And so I think part of my journey as well is to understand that we might be frustrated at the ones in power at times, uh, the ones yeah. that control the world. Mm -hmm. But um, the next level is not necessarily to use anger, but to use, um, you know, love and kindness. And in that way it's it's a uh it's a lens i would say it's a way of of digesting information and uh looking at things um and i start from a personal experience um when i said earlier that i was uh you know uh, carved by uh music when i was little um i was fortunate enough to uh when i was four years old, my mom used to sing me a lullaby that she did when I was uh, very early on, uh, you know, a, a early child. And uh, she sang, she sang it to me when I was four. And it brought me back down the memory lane when I was very, very early as a child. I can't, you know, put the number on how old I was. But I do remember that I had my eyes closed. And um that I didn't necessarily know who my mom was at the time. So I'm fortunate to have those very early memories. And I do remember the state of mind that I was in. And it was wow. that I wanted uh, people, just the world around me to be loving and kind. And for oh, me not wow. to feel alone, for me to feel supported, uh, to feel loved, you know, um, And a lot of that space was a nonviolent uh, place. So for me, it's kind of to stretch that personal experience to the universal and um, be able to look at war, uh, crimes, you know, uh, sometimes the crazy health insurance way of <laughs> looking at, uh, you know, things in the United States, like all these things that bring um, 
a sort of sense of of oh this is evil or this is destructive this is painful but to still look at it from that place and realize that evil has an origin and the origin is not necessarily evil in itself it's more mm. a misinterpretation of yeah. evil and so i think the new consciousness is to realize where that origin is and not necessarily use evil against evil and more of that lens and that scope of we are not like this and let's collectively change um and it's very hard for us to look at it this way sometimes <laughs> well it's all because it's... of the ego yeah exactly correct but also yeah. because some are suffering more than others mm -hmm. and we can't really uh judge um you know when your meets your 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 needs aren't met uh sometimes it's the only way we can look at it uh and so uh that's why i speak a lot of you know the collective force of us all gathering and trying to look at it this way so we can kind of transform the sectors of society uh you know education health food housing um just revamp the way we look at things because i do believe that if those things are resolved uh transformed i think that that's where we can multiply our daily joy our daily passion um and experience the miracle that is life in itself i think we often forget that life is a is a miracle in itself we are kind of uh matter expressing itself in a certain way uh and that's magic in itself it's very strange um mm -hmm. but it's miraculous and so um this is very interesting and that's why i really wanted you to be a part of the podcast because without knowing it you are part of the new consciousness i had to say <laughs> that to you last Thank time you. and Thank you you, la you laughed so hard but yeah. uh, because you said it it's not about mm -hmm. breaking the system it's about healing correct so that's mm -hmm. very simple sentence but very profound and mm -hmm. um yeah so i if you don't mind i while you were you were talking and uh, about those those uh, concepts i had in mind and i pull it out um a, uh, a little extract of the buddhist uh, magazine called lion's roar and mm -hmm. it says it it uh, let's say summarizes uh, more or less your 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 ideas meaning you conquer with that vision you know mm, mm -hmm. so it says so what to do in front of chaos we all experience what's happening on the planet right now you know it, mm -hmm. it is devastating so it goes like that showing ourselves and others compassion we can replace compassion with love or kindness mm -hmm. is a good place to start when we begin to open up to feeling compassion or love for everything around us, our relationship with everything around us changes. As we continue our practice, wisdom develops and insights arise. Our perspective changes and we improve our ability to skillfully navigate our human experiences. We become less reactive and more responsive to the world around us with our, our careful attention we can bring our essential 
goodness forward. Mm. It's our goodness or compassion or love on which our happiness and even the future of the planet depends on. And that's from Chris Pacheco, if I pronounce his name correctly, from mm. Lion's Roar. Wow. So, yes, I really encourage you with yeah. those values in your, yeah. in your music. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Great. So, uh, we don't have much time left, but quickly, uh, tell us a bit more about your implication in the music industry. You do disco bank robbers, but also Bocelli? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I have uh, had the chance to perform with Andrea Bocelli. I was uh, his pianist at a Christmas show at the World Trade Center uh, months ago, and it was a truly enlightening experience. Um, it was the, yeah, for his Christmas show, and he was performing with his family. And um, I happened to be his pianist, and it was a transformative uh, experience. Uh, it was for a CBS uh, special and uh, yeah, love was in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was a magical experience. Um, I still can't believe this happened, but um, yeah, I'm grateful. Good. Good. And, and uh, with your beautiful voice, mm -hmm. also what else do you do? Don't be too shy. <laughs> Definitely shy. <laughs> uh, I do uh, a lot of voiceovers for commercials. So, um, you know, uh, I did around 85 commercials that were broadcasted uh, nationally um, for from, you know, Google, Amazon, uh, Ferrero Rocher, NBA, NHL, <laughs> etc. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's doesn't sound like it right now but um when i can uh when i perform my my voice can sound very uh announcer like and so oh uh, no it's, it's a very funny. nice uh, frequency i must say yeah <laughs> good uh thank you very much uh, freddy uh, thank you this is all the time we have left but uh, before we let you go do you have a few words for the listeners sure uh my Instagram and all my socials is Freddie Atlas uh, from Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, TikTok as well. And so, um, yeah, those Good. are my... And uh, your website, I went there My website too. is www.freddyatlas.com. Yes. Www and that's where you can see some of the missions uh, of the Disco Bank Robbers. So I invite you on my space. Good, good. And we are waiting for those episodes to become alive. Yes, good. thank you. So thank you very much, Freddy Atlas, for sharing with us a cup of tea and opening a window on conscious music that elevates us above the mere entertainment aspect of music. Thank so, you. To listeners now, stay with us. And after the break, we will chat with Shiv Dutt on his innovative, inspiring Mirvana dashboard. So stay tuned. Set your goals higher and aim for a true transformation in your life. Do not settle for well-being. 
Be grounded, centered, and raise your consciousness for self-realization. Mayoku Techniques help you start your journey or deepen your practice on a one-to-one training. Check the website, www.myokucenter.com. And together, let's make a difference now in your life. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. We hope today's episode is making you feel empowered in many ways. Now, back to the show with Vivian. Welcome back, everyone, to our discussion on social and business consciousness. And welcome, Shiv. It's very nice to have you with us. And you. Um, you became an entrepreneur in 2021 and created the company Mirvana. And I must confess, I love your concept of dashboards, your vision, and how the company is structured to allow everyone to express their creativity, grow together, and find their own voice or mission aligned with Mirvana's mission. So that's why I uh, asked you to be on the podcast, because that's part of the new consciousness in business. So let's look at what makes Mirvana unique, unique the product itself, which is the dashboard, and the company structure. So if you don't mind, I would like to start with um, two quotes that I, th- I think uh, give a good idea of what is conscious business, because we hear that expression everywhere, but we still associate it with something different than the mainstream. But mm. what is it really? So the first quote is from LinkedIn. It's a company who was looking to hire And it goes like this. We do not offer you a job. We offer you a way to self-realize at work. Ah, I love it. So hear the difference and feel the difference. It's not enough to understand, it's to attain it. The second quote is about a book that came out in 2006 uh, from uh, Fred Kaufman. And it's a book, I guess, that uh, created uh, this uh, a book that launched this new um, way of doing business. And the title of the book is Conscious Business. And the quote is, happiness cannot be attained by wanting to be happy. It must come on as the unintended consequence of working for a goal greater than oneself. So those two quotes is just, yes, isn't it? So those two quotes uh, are just to give you a sense. It's more complex than that conscious business, but at least you have an understanding that we put the human as a priority in business. So it's about self-transformation for yourself and for the world. So on that note, that's why, uh, Shiv, you are with us today. <laughs> so a few words about yourself. Thank you, Vivian. It's, uh, thank you for that lovely introduction. It's great to be here. Real pleasure. And, and I love those quotes and I can really resonate with them. Uh, you know, so, so yeah, really appreciate that. So Vivian, my background is, I, you know, I grew up in India, uh, completed high school here. I moved to the U.S. in 2007 where I studied at Princeton University. Now, I studied a lot of things, but I majored in mathematics. It was a... You know, really great place to be. I had some really famous professors. I love the love the environment. And after that, I wanted to, I started working in quantitative finance. And for the next ten years, I worked in various kind of roles on Wall Street, big banks like Goldman Sachs, hedge funds, 
a range of startups, interest rate swap, blockchain, crypto. Uh, but I've always wanted to do my own thing. I've tried a lot of things on the side. And finally, in 2021, as you mentioned, I decided to take the plunge and started Manifold Ventures, which is my consulting company, and Mayavana, which is uh, the product we are currently working on, which I'm so excited to talk about today. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We have one, th we have actually two things in common. <laughs> it's uh, your scientific background, mathematics. For me, it was biology and then Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. I did work on Wall Street too. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, since you are in business and you have been in that decade when changes were happening, conscious thinking was, you know, taking root, do you see any change in the business world in today's reality? Absolutely, Vivian. It's a really good question. Uh, one of the biggest changes is that today, it's never been easier than before to start something of your own. You can launch things really quickly. You know, in olden times, you needed a lot of money. It was hard to start businesses uh, that you needed to, you know, even degrees like MBAs were needed to, to even do basic things. Today, like, for example, one of my previous CEOs who was running a big fintech startup, you know, he did an MBA and I was thinking about it at the time. And he asked me, Uh, do people even do them nowadays? And I said, yeah, what do you mean? And he said, today it's so easy to create something and get something up. You know, so with the tools of development, social media, marketing tools, the interconnectivity, globalization, you know, you can find a problem, you can build a product and get it out there very quickly, very fast, very easily. So that's that's the biggest change. One of the biggest changes I've seen now, this is two impacts. One is it gives a lot of power to the common person. Let's say you have a skill, you have a view, you have a vision, you know, you want to be part of this new conscious movement, you can create stuff quickly and get it out there. But on the other hand, there's also a lot more competition. So it's much harder to succeed. You know, just being average and adequate is not good enough. You have to outperform. Ah, yeah, you summarize it so well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is interesting because I put you in the same episode of podcast uh, as um, Freddy at last earlier. And you have the same idea. That's wonderful. He, he spoke of democratization of music, saying that the mm -hmm. music nowadays is easy for people to put out their voice. And in a way, it's the same for you. We could call it democratization of business way. You know, people can start their own business. You know, good. Oh, yeah. And I remember when I was on Wall Street, in 2000, you said 2008, and already for the company I was working, they started already doing uh, work from home, uh, you know, and uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, work and uh, life work balance. So mm. people uh, had more time to stay with their kids or whatever. No, no, no. So already the, the, the workplace, you know, the management was changing a little bit on that side. Cool. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the real subject, Mirvana. What is Mirvana and what led you to Mirvana? Absolutely. So Mirvana, at Mirvana, we're trying to build the world's most customizable personal dashboard. And it starts off as a new tab page on your browser, on your Chrome specifically. So Mirvana is, the. if we look at the name, right, Mirvana, there's a lot of, there's a lot of layers of interpretation to it. But Mea is Latin for my. And Van is a forest or sanctuary in Hindi. So Mayavana is literally like my sanctuary. And, and there's also a play on the word Nirvana. Just like Nirvana is a state of perfect peace, Mayavana is intended to be your place, your new tab of perfect peace, you know? Wow. So, yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of, lot of, lot of different aspects of, of Mayavana. But the way Mayavana was formed was with the observation that in 2021, So a couple of years ago, 
3.2 billion people, capital B, use Google Chrome. So that's basically half the world. And if you look at the Google Chrome new tab page or google.com, it's a very, very plain blank page. There's basically a search bar on it and not much else. And people don't even use that search bar anymore. They use that omni bar at the top, you know, that URL bar, you can search for anything there. So people like me, especially when I was in the workplace, I have three screens now in my previous job, I had four screens, you know, we, we are opening hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of new tabs a day, you know, because mm-hmm. like I remember mm-hmm. I was in a high frequency trading environment, you know, we were monitoring literally tens and tens of applications, you know, and we needed to monitor these things in real time. So we needed that screen. We needed these new tabs. We're constantly searching for things. We're programming at the same time, constantly multitasking. So it can get very overwhelming. Yeah. So for, for people like that, that new tab page gets a lot of attention. But it's not personalized, you know, you could be a 13 year old girl, you could be a 60 year old guy, and you could still get that same boring Google page, right? It's just not tweaked at all towards you. So that seems like a big marketing opportunity being missed, you know, for example, look at Super Bowl ads, right? For a 10 second, 30 second ad, people are paying millions and millions of dollars, right? But on the other hand, we have a new tab for us in the workplace or, you know, work from home entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, we have these new tabs constantly popping up in our face and we have that boring, lifeless, dull Chrome page, you know? <laughs> so this was an opportunity waiting to be, waiting yeah. to be addressed. So that's, that's what helped us build, uh, build Mayavana. Now, um, there's a lot of aspects to Mayavana. Just we're starting off with the new tab page, like I mentioned. However, the ultimate vision is much bigger and grander and we're trying to create a whole digital ecosystem, you know? So again, that's where the concept of a digital sanctuary comes in place, uh, in play. For example, we've already got an Android phone app as well. And we're going to be, you know, we already have a web application as well. We are going to be, we already work on all browsers. We're going to officially launch and release. So the idea is that wherever you are, you know, your digital experience starts with Mirvana and all your devices are connected and it gives a seamless, good, effective uh, experience. And it could be used for many purposes. Some people will use it for collaboration, collaborating with people. Others will mm. use it for, for productivity to save time, shave time off tasks. Other people will use it just to have for compilation. They'll have all their their workspace in one place rather than opening one application here, you know, another application, mm. Zoom here, Slack here. Everything will be in one place, your bookmarks, your history, etc. Some people will use it as Vivian, like the topics you've created for a more meditative, calming, peaceful aspect. For example, there's one product manager very advanced in her career who I was talking to. And she has three screens at work. And one of her screens has the Mirvana page open at all times with all the features turned off. So just looking at a beautiful picture. And every time she's stressed, you know, there's there's a there's a there's a uh, a quote about how, you know, there's some some famous books, uh, like I believe in in um like the Vedas, for example, or the Bhagavad Gita, where you know, if you're ever having a problem, you open a page and and you know you you find uh you find the solution right there. You know, some people exactly. I haven't tried this myself, but some people swear by it. You know, in the same way, we want Mirvana to serve that purpose. Let's say you're a lawyer, you're stressed out at work and you're having a really hard time. You just stare at Mirvana, you enjoy the positive code affirmation for a few minutes and you suddenly feel more centered. So Mirvana has all these kinds of uses and we could go on and on, but that's that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. And also because nowadays everybody has a laptop, a computer or a phone. But if we look at the computer and laptop, that's... a like at, at the workplace it's it's more it's more that and uh, yeah so it's uh, we are already bombarded with so much in technology so having using as you do technology in a different way to bring people back to their humanity you know the peacefulness the happiness the what makes sense for me you know and in that sense we're going to go um now in the question of uh, what makes 
Mirvana special because dashboards, you know, it's very common now. People can make their own, but yours are the concept of yours is is uh, is different. And there are two things what makes, according to me, Mirvana special. It's the customized dashboard that you're going to talk about, the diversity of topics, and the way your company functions, the diversity of people. So let's start with customized dashboard and diversity of topics. Great points, Vivian. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. So absolutely, Mirvana is very special and unique in, in a number of different ways. And so maybe just before I go into that, I would like to give an example, a comparison to Instagram, which would really, really, uh, you know, a big application, famous application out there, which would really explain it well. But just to, rewinding for one for one second. So just to recap, so Mirvana, you know, gives you a beautiful topic-based picture every day. You know, that topic could be New York City. It could be Zen meditation. It could be Vivian has created many topics in the Miyoku Zen framework, like drink your tea, peaceful mind, Zen martial arts. It could be a beautiful bakery. It could be, a, you know, a yoga channel. So you get a beautiful picture. You get beautiful quotes or information related to the, and information related to the picture. You get a lot of productivity tools on it that are customizable, a note suite, multiple search. You can search on any platform quickly, save some time in seconds, you know, integrations to all kinds of platforms. You can track your news in real time, track crypto prices, you know, effective weather, like a funny, I'll tell you a funny story, you know, the other day uh, where it was, it was uh, Mirvana said it's raining and thunderstorms. And I looked out and it was clear as crystal, you know, and I was like, what is Mirvana talking about? And sure enough, two minutes later, it came pouring down and there was thunder <laughs> growling and stuff. So, so that's that. That kind of paints a picture of of what Mirvana is and what it looks like, you know. And you get this dashboard every time you open a new tab, and then you can just search and continue on your journey. So now let's do the comparison to Instagram. So in today's world of social media, there are a lot of platforms out there: Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat. You name it, right? I'm, I'm not even not even getting started. Many new platforms coming out, and all of them are incredibly noisy. Right. So on Instagram, let's say Vivian, you have your channel or you have a Miyoku channel on Instagram. I would have to open up the Instagram app. You know? So if I'm on my computer, first I have to open the Instagram app. Then I have to search for you. I have to know your name. I have to know that, you know, uh, your, yeah, your handle, yeah. which may be very different from your name because Instagram is so crowded. Then I would have to find you. Then I would have to follow you many times as private. Then once I follow you, I actually see can see all your content at once. Exactly. So I see all your pictures once and I get all that information. It's overwhelming. And exactly. then if I want to, if I want to, yeah. And if I want to keep seeing your information and your updates, I have to keep opening up the Instagram app and I either have to go again, go to your channel or you have to keep constantly being posting so that you show up in my newsfeed and show up above all the other players that I'm following, you know, oh, gosh. it's a very noisy. Exactly. It's a very noisy. There's too much going on. So in, the reason I mentioned this is Instagram really grew as a photo sharing app in the beginning, right? Like photo photographs and all. In some ways, Mirvana is similar, right? It's a wallpaper app. There's beautiful wallpaper background. They can even be animated. But where, where Mirvana is different is, let's say I'm at work and I am doing some work and I open a new tab. I'm not thinking about Mirvana. I'm not thinking about Vivian's drink your tea topic. I'm just doing what I normally do. And bang, Mirvana. Is there. <laughs> I, and I don't get millions of pictures, hundreds of pictures. I don't have a news feed that I can scroll through. It's just one beautiful picture. And that's why we put a lot of effort into curating our content and our pictures so that they're so deep. You know, there's, for example, there's that f famous Nietzsche quote that when you gaze into an abyss, the abyss also gazes back into you. You know, yes. so in a similar way, right? The Mirvana pictures are intended to be, especially on our main major topics, they're so deep that actually the more you gaze into the picture, the more calming and meditative and deep you feel, and you learn something new. And in fact, 
like at one point we were it, you learn stuff about yourself as well so it's like a reflection in fact when we were oh. naming the company we were even thinking yeah. of doing something around that so i'll give you an example i was on the new york topic and had this beautiful picture of times square you know it's still the whole screen it's you know it's it's there's a lot of stuff stuff happening but it's also not very noisy and bright so it's calming and relaxing and there's a lot of people in activity and every time i look at the screen you know i look at a different person my eye focuses on a different part of it and i see i see this couple they look like they're from greece and they remind me of a couple i saw in greece or i see uh, i see a, you know a new york businessman you know in in a in a suit suit with a briefcase you know he looks like he works in finance or consulting then i see some kids you know maybe they're traveling from somewhere around the world then i see the tours right the the bus tours that go through then i see some broadway shows you know so every time it reminds me i lived in new york for 8 years you know just as you lived there for a long time vivian mm-hmm. and it's such a good you know lovely metropolis so here i am right now sitting in a uh, halfway across the world you know but i have these beautiful new york experience and it brings back these flood of memories and so when i gaze into mirvana mirvana actually gazes back into me oh wow you're such a poet <laughs> <laughs> oh that's Bye, well said come- that's that's Thank well you, but- yeah yeah it's true yeah. it's true i i had the same experience and actually well time is flowing but we have so much to talk about but um yeah. i have the same experience meaning i gave uh, the app of um, a peaceful mind or drink yeah. your tea to my uh, to some of my clients and they customize it you know for the screen and awesome. i told them put the clock the analog clock with the seconds because whenever they click on tab they have a, a new tab they see the picture of the day because you're going to talk about you know the logic of how it works and with the clock it forces them in a nice way not force with a, a and i told them take that moment you open your new tab to take 2 minutes you have the 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 seconds you know the arm of the seconds do 2 minute of breathing techniques and they do it and some of them told me that's unbelievable how i can do 20 breathing cycles during the day at work without you know realizing that i did it because every time you click on the tab you do it you know So Incredible. there's different ways exactly it's a, it's a nice interacting way with a with with a board with a dashboard absolutely and the topic But, you mentioned the topic of course so um uh yeah if i can say i can jump in and say that uh, each topic has a number of uh, pictures so you can't see what's what was there yesterday or what will be tomorrow because this is part of the nice and thrilling things you know with a dashboard every day there's a new picture with a new quote and you experience it you know moment by moment but the moment becomes a day but this is it uh, you know uh, in that sense and of course you can change topics that also the beauty of it you can you know after a month or so you can stay with it to see what you miss in the beginning and also change topic and there's a variety to satisfy you know uh, the the interest of many people and Absolutely. another thing that you didn't say but i think it's important it's good for every age you know is it's, it's yes. across how do you say across board across age and across. you know and and totally. and exactly okay so uh, let's talk about the diversity of people yes. that work with mirvana yep 
Absolutely, Vivian. So I, I think you touched on those points already a little bit. But yeah, what makes another thing that makes me want to really special is just the diversity, you know, of people, of topics. It's a whole melting pot of ages. You know, we have people literally in their early teens who even done some work with the company, who love the product, who are sharing with their friends. And we have people well into their 70s. And they may be even older people I don't even know about. You know, we don't know everybody on the yeah. uh, user base. So it's it's just really remarkable. And all these people are using it and they're finding different use cases. So it's 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 really really uh, cool. So the diversity of people is also incredible. We've had people from well over 100 countries try out the product, you know, it's just it's just incredible. And and we have this range of people who are creating different topics. So Vivian, you're an expert in the Zen space, you know, you've created these lovely topics of so you're taking ordinary concepts like tea, martial arts, you know, one's mental state and you know putting your own own, own uh, you know, appeal, your own views on them and creating a narrative, just like you said, you know, one yeah. picture leads into the next and, you know, the picture just stays for long enough, you know, it stays for a day, you know, so it's not like Instagram where it stays for half a second, a microsecond, you're scrolling through, you know, it stays for a day. So you really associate with the picture, you really become part of the picture, but the picture becomes part of you. And then when it becomes a little bit older and you've kind of, you know, made made your connection with it, it's time to move on, you know. Aww. So it's 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 a beautiful and one thing leads to the another. And many of our topics we're gonna create like that too. For example, we're working on a national US national park topic. And you know, each picture, it's a dream of many Americans to travel to every single US national park. And unfortunately, not many people get to do it, you know, because it's expensive, it takes time, people are yeah. busy with family, jobs, and so it's a dream that remains unfulfilled. Mayavana wants to make that dream come true for people, you know, where you, you can start wherever you want. You know, and then every day it's like you enjoy the national park and then it'll take you to the drive. So it's almost like an actual narrative, you know, it's almost narrative. like the actual, actually exactly narrative exactly. of exploring. Yeah. So, yeah, we have an extreme diversity of of people, uh, you know, and it's uh, just different countries, different ages, different, uh, yeah, different genders. And everybody seems to find a different use case for it. For example, the meditation example you gave of looking at the timer of the second time is so beautiful, Vivian. In fact, we have some heavy duty functionality coming, some breathing applications ah. and all that are going to be coming up. But it's so cool that people are already jumping to that use case, even without us having developed it, you know? So, so it's, uh, just, it's just, it's just yeah, lovely, lovely. It's and this is something that I have to underline again. It's diversity of people. And on the platform of creativity, what is amazing is that for Mirvana, what I've seen so far, in the platform of creativity, it blurs everything. There's no distinction anymore. It's like oneness. It doesn't matter the age, the race, the, your color, your, your eyes colors, or uh, your background, uh, where you are on the planet. The creativity is a kind of open space where everything is blurred, meaning all the differences are blurred and we are all one, working for the same mission. Totally. There's and that chess quote with you as a passion chess player that at the end of the game, the chess, the king and the pawn both go back into the same box, you know, oh. so in the same way, in the same way, actually, you know, Vivian, it's very true because social media, right? You have number of followers, you're an influencer, you have all this history. Mirvana doesn't have that. Everybody is equal in front of it. You know, you just have this beautiful picture in front of you and everybody on the topic sees the same picture the same day. So it's creating that community effect, you know, people talk about it. Absolutely. Great, great point. You know, this is very interesting because actually there's a quote that you gave me a long time ago. It's about Mirvana. It's a novel way to connect the world through digital dashboard. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful. Oh, Love it. Good, good, good. Wow, we could talk for hours, but okay. uh, 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 <laughs> there's so many things to talk about. Um, 
Uh, yes, I wanted to say about um, uh, conscious business. Uh, people think that companies, enterprises, businesses have to change the way they manage employees and the workplace. But let's be honest, it's not only the business responsibility to change his way of doing things, it's also the employees or you yourself. Because if the workplace changes and the management changes for the better, and you, you don't change your way of thinking and your attitude, then the workplace becomes unhealthy anyway. So the, the conscious business also implies that people working in the business also have to change their way of thinking. Okay, so it's both ways. Uh, the other thing is I have a lot of respect for uh, conscious uh, leaders <laughs> who start businesses like that because you don't have any model, any template to follow. You are the pioneer in that new way of doing business. So sometimes you face existential um, existential uh, moment of crisis, you know, of crisis. What should I do now? You know, and so yes, uh, it's uh, it takes courage to stick to your values and your mission. That's something to say, really. Okay, so we have uh, two minutes left. So do you have, Shiv, anything to, a few words for the listeners to encourage them to explore Mirvana and some advice for the new entrepreneurs who are listening to us who may want to contribute to the new consciousness just like you? Absolutely. And, and Vivian, just to recap a previous point you made, you said it so beautifully that, you know, it's necessary for us all to change to be part of this movement, right? We need that change internally. And it's so important. This reminds me of another quote. And all these are, by the way, quotes on Mayavana. I'm totally <laughs> stealing them from Mayavana. Many of them I set up myself. But, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, you know? Yeah. So it's not the thing. Uh, not, it's yeah. the same Shakespeare, right? Nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So in the same way, Mirvana is trying to instill that in people. And we've we've seen the effects. You know, we've seen people feel happier, calmer, more relaxed. It's, uh, you know, people have even tried to uninstall Mirvana and go back to Google and they're like, oh my God, what have we done? We're losing all of this. And they immediately get it back, you know? <laughs> so it's incredible. So uh, so following up on Vivian's, please go try out Mirvana. It's available on the Chrome store. We're completely free. We want to have the basic version that you're going to have completely free. There's a lot of uh, good deals we're doing for people who join, you know, the movement early on, uh, you know, integrating people in many ways. Yeah, there are a lot of people collaborating in in uh, you know many ways as well. So we have a very interesting dynamic team structure, people around the world. So we're really really excited for that. And you know my advice for yeah current entrepreneurs is you know just be brave, have a vision. You know in, you know if you're doing something that you feel strongly that's going to benefit humanity, it will be a success, but it will take time and a lot of hard work and discipline and dedication. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So people can reach you in the, your bio of the podcast. They can reach you there. And um, don't hesitate because this is a wonderful product and company. So uh, thank you, Shiv, again for your time and your enthusiasm. And uh, for the listener, thank you for all of you for being with us. And I hope that today's episode inspired you to think about your own self-transformation and also inspired you to reconnect with your creativity and start your journey to a more conscious social and business reality. So yes, be part of the 21st century. I am Vivian Casimir, and this is a monthly podcast. The next episode will be about healing modalities made simple. So follow us on the Voice America platform and see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this month's episode of Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. 
Tune in next month for another new empowering episode. Until then, have a nice cup of tea and a clear mind.